Friday the 13th. Ooh, scary kids. Yeah, this is one of the spookiest days of the year. Friday the 13th. Now, if you actually suffer from a fear of Friday the 13th, that means you may have paraskevidekatriophobia, which is a clinical fear of Friday the 13th. I wonder how many people suffer from that. Let's discuss it now with my guest. These guys are awesome, and I'm very pleased to welcome back, welcome them back to the show. Daryl Pearson uh, and Mike Lutke, they are paranormal investigators, Northern Paranormal Investigations. Guys, thanks for coming on today. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. All right, boys, thank you for that. You guys have been called the real-life Ghostbusters here. Daryl, let me go to you first. First of all, Daryl, Friday the 13th, is this a real thing? Like, do you, would you think there's more paranormal activity on this day? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> I've, I've never really uh, considered it too, too deeply, really. Um, I mean, I think maybe a lot of people are looking into it. Uh, and for it, maybe a little more on Friday the 13th because they're expecting it, yeah. but I've never really noticed much of a difference. But really, then again, who knows? <laughs> who knows? That's that's true. Who who knows? <laughs> hey, Mike, let me ask you about the stuff that you guys do there at Northern Paranormal Investigations. So you guys are for real, right? Like, this is no joke. You You actually do these paranormal investigations like if people think their house is haunted, right? Oh, absolutely, we do. We are the real deal. I don't. We don't really call ourselves Ghostbusters, though. Although my, my kids do, but it's a joke. We are. We we go around saying we're actual paranormal investigators. We're the real deal, though. Yeah, you're the real deal. And Daryl, tell me about this now. So you guys are. You know, you've been called the real life Ghostbusters, but you don't show up with those plasma packs on your back or whatever, right? <laughs> no no we don't but we do come with a wide range of equipment from video cameras to emf detectors to recorders to all kinds of trigger devices and our goal really is to investigate evaluate and hope we hopefully explain um what people are experiencing uh either in their homes or historical places or wherever we may go because a lot of times um it's not what people think uh but there are those times that we get stuff that, well, it leaves you scratching your head, if not sitting outside going, what the hell just happened? What's go what's going on? And Mike, I was taking a look at an, uh, a recent opinion poll here. That was This was done in the United States, but maybe there are similar results here in Canada. So this was a survey of American attitudes toward ghosts and hauntings. It says that 40% of American residents have experienced unexplained or unusual occurrences in their home. Okay, 40%. But then you drill down a little further, almost 17% think there is supernatural activity, paranormal activity going on in their home. Mike, do you when you talk to people, when they contact you, what are they, they believe something's going on, right? Like, what is a typical kind of call for you guys, Mike? Yeah, you're you're right. I mean, usually it's something like, you know, they see shadows in their homes and they can't explain it. They hear weird sounds. They, a lot of times people try to figure out what it is in their home first. And then when they can't find something, uh, a reason on their own, that's when they contact us. Because they're kind of at their wits end at, at that point and they don't know what else to what else to do where else to turn 
so they'll come to us. Yeah, and Daryl, j- jump in there because I know you guys don't charge for your services, correct? No, that's correct. We are one hundred percent nonprofit. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is um, this is cool. You guys do, you know, you guys are, you know, you don't charge for your ghost busting activities. But Daryl, so tell me about that. So let's say you get a call. Someone's someone's feeling something's weird in their house. How do you like? How do you approach this? What do you do? Well, uh, I mean, to try and make it as short as possible, I mean, we learn as much about the people that contact us uh, that we possibly can because there's a lot of information about people out there, social media and all that kind of stuff. So basically, yeah, we snoop a lot of people, people's pages and, and lives to figure out a little bit more about them. And then uh, the area they live, the location they live, the grounds of the property all around the area, we look into every possible um plausible explanation as to why something might be happening when they call us and say hey we're seeing shadows we're hearing footsteps we're getting bangs our pictures are being thrown off our shelves we're seeing uh white mist go across the floor underneath the couch um we got handprints three-fingered sharp handprints on the mirror that are backwards like how do you get that stuff so we have to really consider who and what we're dealing with and then kind of look at all the stories and then actually go back and and rehash the stories over and over again, rehash what they're telling us. So we always either get a consistency. If you don't get a consistency, consistency, then you have to start wondering, okay, so what's going on and what's not really going on? So we look for consistency oh. in their stories and stuff. Okay, that's some really creepy stuff you were just describing there, Daryl. Like, have you seen this kind of stuff yourself? Like, what, what's the weirdest thing that you've actually witnessed yourself, would you say, Daryl? A full-body apparition. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> tell me about that. What was the deal there? Well, uh, I can tell you what and where. Um, you've been down to New West. You know, the old train station down there used to be the yeah. keg. Well, before, before it changed, uh, we were in the keg. I was sitting upstairs. It was about 1, 30, 2 o'clock in the morning. Kind of had my head down because it was late. Had my camera pointed down, uh, call it young and stupid at the time. And uh, I looked up and there was a little girl standing in front of me about six feet away. She looked at me, my jaw dropped. She turned, took two steps and faded out of existence. Oh, man. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. So, and this was, so were you called there? On a, you, were you called out there because someone thought there was something going on or we just happened to be there? Uh, no, there was lots of teams that have been out uh, to that particular that particular restaurant over the years. We were just one oh. of the ones that contacted them and said, hey, we'd like to come in because there are stories. And there were a lot of stories. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, so, that is really creepy. Mike, same question for you. What's the weirdest thing you've seen? Hey, I've never actually seen a full body apparition like Daryl has. And I always call that my holy grail, because if I see that, I might be like done as an investigator. I'm not sure yet, but we'll see when that happens. Um, the the craziest thing I've seen is uh, probably just a, a really dark shadow where you know, it's it's like a shadow that you would normally see on a wall, but actually in in between you and a wall. And it's so dark, you cannot see through it. And there's no explanation for it. And you try to recreate it and you just can't. That I've seen actually on more than one occasion. And it's not always in, like sometimes it's in someone's house. Sometimes it's in a historical location. And when it happens, you just get the, the you know, your arms go, your arm hairs go up and you're, you get this like, oh my gosh, did I just actually see that? 
Oh, okay. So that's wow. The that's re- thing, yeah. Wow, that's really freaking. Speaking to Daryl Pearson and Mike Lutke, Northern Paranormal Investigations. They are the real life ghostbusters here. Okay, so Daryl, when you when you do one of these investigations, like you mentioned that you're very interested in where people are located, you know, what region they're located. Would you say there are some let's talk about Metro Vancouver for a minute. You mentioned New West earlier, but if we think about the whole region, are there certain parts of the city that seem to be more, I don't know, more haunted for lack of a better term than others? Well, Haunted is kind of a term that's used loosely around a lot of place. Uh, other more active places, um, yes, I, I do believe so. I mean, if you look at the older neighborhoods, the older areas, um, you know, whether it's uh, stuff like uh, New Westminster or down uh, along Gastown, stuff like that, you will seem to find more um, events taking place um it, it it does it does seem to tie a little bit more back historically to stuff like that but it's not necessarily the place to say that it always happens because it can happen anywhere anytime but historical you know, usually has better do you know has anyone daryl like when you when you're visiting these places and you get a call from someone who's they're experiencing something strange in their house. Like, how does it typically work out? Like, do you know anyone who's actually moved out of their house because they believe they're, it's haunted? That's a tough question. Um, I've, we've never recommended anybody move out of the home, but there right. have been people I do believe that probably have. Um, I know normally we do our best to try and say, hey, it's not what you think it is. And it's usually not as scary as you think it is. But sometimes there are events where people go, no, I just can't handle this anymore. And they're done. They go. Wow. So, yeah, I, oh. I have heard of. Uh, hey, hey, Mike, why why do you guys do this? Here, here's the other interesting thing I'm wondering about. You, you guys don't make any money on this. You don't charge for your services. Mike, why do you do this? What what interests you in it? What What attracts you to it? Okay, so my story is, you know, going back to when I was a kid and I actually watched Scooby-Doo on TV. So that's where it came from. My interest actually was peaked then. It, it also relates to experiences, have, you know, that have gone on through my life. And every investigator has something different, a different reason why they do this. Some do it because they just love it. They are really curious about it. Others have had experiences in their life that they just... It, it like almost like attracted them to it, and they're there. That's why they have to be involved in this. Um, ultimately, there's a, a genuine curiosity within us. Like we want to find out who, why, what, how, when. You know all those questions about it. And we also want to help the people that are having these problems in their homes. Um, you know, if if we can give them some peace of mind at the end of the day, that's really the best outcome we can we can have with um, doing these investigations for people. Okay, well, I'll let you guys get back to work. And uh, Friday the 13th, we'll see how the rest of the day goes for you. Thanks a lot for coming on to talk about it today, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having us. It's been a great, it's been a great time. Thanks, Mike. Uh, I pre- you bet. I appreciate it, guys. Daryl Pearson there and Mike Lutke, Northern Paranormal Investigations. They are the real-life Ghostbusters in Vancouver.